pelvic posse and welcome to the empower your pelvis podcast it's amanda and morgan we have helped thousands of people with pelvic floor issues and it's totally our jam here you can listen to expert interviews encompassing all things related to pelvic health that is pee poop sex and everything in between you have a pelvic floor yes you we all do and it's time to start talking about issues that may arise but more importantly how to improve them we are so glad you are here to join us now let's head into this week's episode of the empower your pelvis podcast Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. I'm your host today, Amina Fisher. And today we have a very special guest on here, my business coach, Greg Todd. I have to, before we even get started, Greg, thank you for what um, you have done for my family and I over the last year and a half. It has been a year and a half, which is crazy to think that I, you've been in, I've been in your world, I guess, over the last year and a half and have been doing coaching with you and really watching our clinic and online really grow because of everything that you are teaching me. So I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I'm excited to have you on the show. Am I the first dude on the show? Yeah, I think so. Yes. I'm I'm totally honored. I'm totally honored. (laughs) By by the way, I just want you all to know I have a pelvic floor as well. Yes. All everybody has a pelvic floor. Male or female. Yes. And, and, uh, and I'm just really proud of you. Uh, for what you have done for the pelvic health community. Um, and I know you kind of get shy when it comes to compliments, but you are just amazing. What you have done, and I know right now the listeners are saying, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, he's so right. What you have done is you have, you have literally created a cultural shift in normalizing pelvic health. Uh, y'all, like being a pelvic floor therapist wasn't really the cool thing to do in 2014, 2015, 2016, no. 2017. It just became kind of an in thing. And it became an in thing because of a few, uh, you know, leaders in the industry. And Amanda Fisher is one of those main leaders. Uh, and you have normalized this. You've made it fun. You've made it funny. You've made it informative. You've made it educational. You've made it entertaining. And um, I'm just, I'm honored. I'm honored to be able to work with you. So, well, thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we, we joke with Greg cause he does have a public floor and Greg got my family into the Peloton and in the public world, the Peloton is kind of, well, just biking in general cycling. It's kind of like a, a no, no, like you don't want to do that all the time or you can end up with public floor issues. So we joke with Greg on his public floor that, you know, you got to take time. You got to stretch it out. We don't want to create bladder urgency. So we might get into that a little bit more today uh-huh. as we go. And I'm, I'm, I'm here for it all. I'm here for it all, y'all. So Greg, tell us a little bit, how did you get into coaching? Your background is in physical therapy. Tell us a little bit about that shift for you. Yeah, for me, I started coaching in 2009. I uh, became a runner, a marathoner in 2007, ran my first uh, full marathon in 2008. Uh, I sucked at it. And, and here's what happened at my clinics. I was talking about it so much. You guys know when you get into something and you get so excited about it, start talking about it all the time. Yeah. A a set of physicians, uh, one physician in particular said, Hey, you saw one of my patients. She said, your therapy was amazing. Uh, your energy is great, but she said that you talk a lot about running. So can you just (laughs) settle down with that? Don't you have anything else you could talk about? 
So I realized that maybe I should stop talking about this as much in a clinic. And I started a blog and that blog, uh, became running in rehab.blogspot.com. It was back when Blogspot was a big thing. And uh, I, that blog turned, I ended up finding out, started getting more followers and more hits than our company physical therapy website. Uh, it created oh a lot of opportunities. And I started to coach in 2009 because of the success of my blog and how much business it brought to my clinics. Uh, and then I continued coaching on and off until 2016. And in 2016, I decided that I wanted to help healthcare professionals uh, do what I did, which was to be able to go into a semi-retirement, to be able to make sizable income and pretty awesome impact in their community. And for me, that was the Tampa Bay community. And so I started to help, you know, more younger people, I guess, that, um, that you know what, if, if you're just willing to learn these skills, you don't have to have 20 years of experience like me. You can just commit to learning these skills and you can probably make even more of an impact than what they told you you can make in school. So, so that was kind of my story. It started in 2009. I was helping private practice owners for the first six to seven years. I had some health issues in between that uh, where I had to take a little time off. But then from 2016 to today, I've been helping people start their business, grow their business and a lot of people have gone on to do some pretty amazing things. So it's been a blessing and just, I thank God for it every day. Thank you. We appreciate that. And the things that you have taught, like you go to physical therapy school and you kind of get taught to stay inside of a box. And I think one of the biggest takeaways I've taken from you is there is no box. And you realize like everything that we're kind of taught in school is based around certain boxes or insurance and realizing like, well, shit, I thought like I was going to come out of school making X amount of money. And then how hard you actually have to work to make that much money was working like 50, 60 hours a week. And as a PT myself doing that, I would, it was fine when I didn't have kids. Like I would get in there and work 6am to 7pm. And when, I mean, I have three kids now, I can't imagine doing that. And I was still doing that pre COVID COVID saved our, my life and our marriage in so many ways, but that that isn't realistic. And so you were able to create different expectations and goals and basically taking the blinders off for myself and so many other people who you've coached to show us that there are other paths and you can make your own path, which was even cooler. Um, tell us a little bit about like your programs and how you've kind of developed that for the healthcare yeah. society. The, like the majority of things that I've developed is just out of personal pain. You know, that's, that's really it. Right. Guys like most healthcare professionals, at least back in my day, you know, I became a PT in 2000. We were not planning on becoming entrepreneurs. We weren't planning on developing these huge Instagram accounts or like none, none of that. It didn't was exist. It didn't exist. We didn't have it. Okay. So the, so the reality is that all these things were developed out of my own personal pain. My pain was that I, like you, was taught in school how to do things in a certain way. And there's a question that now today I ask myself all the time. And because I ask that question and I get my students to ask that question, it has changed not only my life, but their lives as well. And in school, I was taught that the way that you are going to serve and help people is by you being in front of them, physically in front of them, by you uh, treating them within the confines that we're telling you you should treat people. The benefit is that insurance is going to pay for this. Uh, the downside is that you really don't have any ability to be creative, 
uh, to be innovative because we have to do what the insurance company says. Okay, so the insurance company, do they care about your pelvic floors? Do they care about mine? No, no. not really. Um, do they care about, you know, uh, you know, people having a great experience? N- not really. What they care about is, I mean, I, I mean, I think they want to help us, but they want to help us within their rules. What if I want to help you within my rules? Like for me, I, I, I want to have a fun environment. For me, I want to be able to get compensated for the amount of work and effort uh, and, um, and, and, and just the determination that I put into becoming better at my craft. And through the traditional way, it didn't happen for me. And that led to me having problems with my family, having issues with my wife. She wants a lot of my time. That's her love language. If y'all haven't read the five love, love y'all got to read, read that book. book. Okay, read it and then read it again. Okay, and, <laughs> and, and, and listen, those things were an issue for me. So here's the question that I ask myself today and kind of the premise of how I look at things that's different than what school taught me. So school taught me that it's just the size of the load that you carry. So if you want to make more money, you got to see more clients. If you want to be able to make $80,000 a year or $90,000 a year or $100,000 a year or $150,000 a year, you got to just do more. So what happens when you actually want to take care of yourself? What happens when you actually want to uh, spend time with your spouse? What happens when you have one child? What happens when you have two? What happens when you can't figure out the birds and the bees like me and you end up having four? Like, <laughs> like, like what happens? So what ends up happening is that you have all these responsibilities. What happens when you want to start running because you're 40 pounds over your ideal weight? Like, and you going to put time, like it's just, everything gets so crazy and your body breaks down. Like that's what happened to me. And because I was unable to innovate because I was unable to do things differently. And because I just thought about the size of the load instead of this, how do I carry the load? Mm. And today I asked the question on, it is not the size of the load, but it is in the method that I carry it. And so today I'm able to impact lots of people through a podcast. I'm able to impact lots of people through courses and through memberships and through training programs and through two-day events, through one-day events and through a 60-minute presentation. Uh, and I'm able to impact lots of people. And at the end of the day, I think that's what we all want. I think we just want to help our fellow man and fellow woman. And we want to help them with the gifts that we feel like are amazing for us. And I believe that we have been conditioned that our gifts really aren't that important. Um, and that we have suppressed what is our gift. And I think a lot of people will say to me, oh, I don't have a gift. No, no, no. I think your gift has just been suppressed. Uh, you have a gift, um, but it might be suppressed so deep that we need to kind of pull it out. And, and, um, and that's really it. So, you know, so that's the question that I ask today. The question I ask today is, uh, is not the size of the load, but is the method that I carry it. And I carry my load in a different way than I used to carry it in 2000 to 2010. And because of that, I'm able to impact a hundred times more people make a hundred times more, uh, and do it in 10 times less effort. It's, it's really, cool. it's quite crazy. Cause when we're in PT school, you're kind of like, am I going to come out to a clinic where I'm going to be treating three or four patients an hour, which at that, you know, caseload, you're like, I'm not really giving great care. 
So your goal is in our clinic is to see like one to one per hour, but then online, you really can serve so many more people in a great way and touching their lives, improving their knowledge and getting them to see change better than what you can do in person, trying to do one to many. Right. I just, I, I just love that so much. Yeah. It's it's, and you're able to respect people's time. Now, I don't know if she told you this on a podcast, but Amanda has a Peloton as well. And one of the things that I can tell you is that, uh, for the rides that you have gone on to Peloton, right? How many people, like how many times has the instructor been live? And how many times has the instructor been on demand? Uh, it's been on demand every single time. Every single time, right? Every single time. My husband has done one live ride and he was like, I actually liked the recorded ones better. Right. Because it would adjust his resistance. Right. Because it adjusts his resistance, right? Yes. So, so, so this is the thing. We're trained and we're taught that our value is better live. Mm-hmm. But the reality is that right now we're doing this podcast and people aren't listening to it live. Right. But are you all getting value from the podcast? Absolutely. You know, just DM us. I sure did. And, you know, <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing, you guys, but we weren't trained that way. So we are trained that we have to be on call at all times. Well, when you have three kids like Amanda, when you have a hubby, when you have yourself and you've got all the other things that are going on in life, and we've had a lot of things going on in our lives over the last two, two and a, two and a half years, uh, it gets quite difficult. So mm-hmm. there's ways to be able to do it. And if we didn't explore those ways, then we're not doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. You're, you're not impacting and inspiring all the people that you're impacting and inspiring and helping with serious problems online. And I feel like you get more touch points with us. And here's what I mean. I used to see clients two to three days a week in the clinic, right? Like some people a day a week, but most people two to three times a week. Once you're finished with me, like that's, that's it for the week. Like, at, like after you see me that one time or that second time or, or whatever, like that's it. Okay. Maybe I could give you a call back. Maybe on my way home, I'm exhausted. I'm probably not even hearing anything you're saying. <laughs> okay. Like, but now because I'm not physically as drained, I'm able to check on you much more than mm-hmm. what I was able to do back then. And so, and so it's just, it's such a better way. I'm not saying it's the only way, but for me, it's better. Yeah. And I know for you, it is as well. Yeah. Greg and I were talking earlier today and we were talking about our group. So we've got our membership right now and we've got our public posse community where we're getting on there and I'm chatting with the girls every single day, commenting, you know, what's going on, helping hold them accountable. And that is not something I'm doing with my patients in the clinic at all. So that, no, I can't, I can't do that. Right. But again, in a group where everybody's there and everybody's working together as a, a team, but in different ways, um, it can be done and it can be done multiple times throughout the day. It doesn't have to be just in the evenings after my kids have gone to bed. Um, one of the toughest things about healthcare is, uh, and I'm just talking being on a patient side, right? Cause I've been on the patient side. I was on a patient side, you know, recently, uh, is when you're going through a tough time, you're going through like a really rough time. You're like, man, am I going to be able to get through this? Like, do I have what it takes to get through it? No, this is something that we don't talk about a lot. 
you know, with traditional physical therapists. And we have to take on that burden with that client Mm -hmm. because, and the reason why we have to take on that burden is because the way that we have it set up, if you're seeing one-to-one and you have it set up in that way, it's you and the client. Right. So they have fears, they have frustrations, they have um, things that are making them feel uh, rejected or feel reserved or feel like, you know what, like I don't have what it takes. Either A, they are suppressing that with you because they don't want to bring that burden onto you and it's not being addressed. Mm -hmm. Or B, you are having to take on that entire load. Which is exhausting. Yeah, it, yeah. Anyway. It's, very, it's it's very exhausting. So remember, I said it's not the size of the load, but it's the way you carry it. Well, for me, I'm a pretty high energy guy when I'm in front of my clients and my patients, right? And they would look at me for inspiration. They would look at me for that motivation, and I had to perform that for the eight, ten, twelve, however many people I'm going to see in a day, and it is exhausting. But today I carry my load different. So I use my communities to actually encourage each other. So I don't always have to do it. A a lot of times there's a question that's in the community. And before I could answer it, somebody already did. Before I could give the encouragement, somebody already did. And they're like, this is exactly what I needed to hear. And it allows me as a healthcare professional to have longer ability to stay in the profession. It, It allows me to have longevity because I'm carrying my load differently. And it makes all the difference in the world. What other opportunities are you doing for the healthcare providers? I know you've got something coming up here in a couple of weeks. uh, Yeah. So, you know, there's many different ways to get into my world, but the thing that I'm like really pumped about this month, uh, March 21st to 25th, we're doing a five-day challenge, right? And the reason why I love these is because uh, it brings a lot of people together. It's all people that are trying to raise their income and raise their impact. And so if you are someone that's like, gosh, man, I want to be able to work with more people. I want to be able to help more people, but I'm tired. I'm exhausted. And, and I don't have any more energy to do any of that stuff. Well, this is a challenge that would be for you. If you're like, you know what, uh, things have gotten a little dicey in our world lately. You know, uh, inflation is kind of, you know, perking up there a bit, you know, it's getting a little bit more expensive to, you know, eat, to live, to do all the normal things that we all should be doing. And I need to raise my income because of that. Uh, I want to be able to help people do that. And I'm going to do that over a five-day span. So every single day from uh, March 21st to March 25th, 7 p.m. Eastern, I teach people the principles that have allowed me to 250x my income over the last you know 10 years and and a lot of it has to do with the principles that I have um, put into my life a lot of it is through the word of God um, a lot of it's through the habits that I have a lot of it's through the specific type types of actions that I execute on every single day um, understanding the three types of models on how you can raise your income and you just have to choose one and then um, having a community of people that want to raise their income that will help you with raising yours because they know that you have a gift that they don't have and they have a gift that you don't have and then you work together and everybody makes money and friends help friends make money. It's a really cool tip. I know like our community of people have really loved the five day challenge compared to four weeks because I mean, you can do anything in five days, right? right. 
You can catch up on recordings. You can make time for that um, and start to implement and really see change. And Greg, Greg is the goat. They call him the goat, but he really is the goat with all of this information. Um, I know, I think when I was on your podcast, we talked about like our online business. He helped me go from 24 K last year into six figures this past year. So it, I don't know how much percentage that is times to what for quadruple <laughs> quadrupled my business. Um, but it, it really does. It's incredible how, how much, you know, how fast you get it out. And then you really just make us all realize like, oh, so insurance was maybe one of the reasons of why I was thinking I need to charge this amount of money, or maybe it's old beliefs that we have with family um, and really starting to, to flip that narrative for ourselves and our business so that we can see big growth in our own life. And I, I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's massive. Uh, and, you know, you not learning this stuff is, it's not just costing you a lot. I mean, I, you know, financially, I say, oh, it's costing you a lot, but it's costing other people a lot. Like that, that to me is a big thing. Like you not having these skills two, three years earlier it, it costs a lot of people a lot. I mean, this is something I have to remind myself of all the time. There, here, can I just tell you a real quick story? And then I promise I'll shut up after this. Okay. Yeah, no, because I, I am probably your biggest, <laughs> your biggest student this past year that has had the issue with the money yeah. flipping. So okay. absolutely, go for it. So, so I'm working with this guy, right? I think it was 2010. He was, uh, it, it was his first visit with me. He's coming in for back problems, right? And he comes in. You know, he's just kind of got that sourpuss face, whatever. He doesn't think that what I can do can help him. And I, I kind of like met his energy. Like, I, like I met his energy. I, I didn't believe, uh, truly believe in what it is that I did. I believed enough that if you were willing to pay your copay, sure. Okay. I'll see you. Cool. You know, and that was, you know, it was great. But if you were giving me too much, oh, okay, fine. If you don't feel like, okay. But I said to this guy, I was like, you know what? I, I really do feel like I can help you. Let, let's, let's give this a try for a couple of days. So the guy, uh, you know, is paying a 30, I remember he was paying a $30 copay, right? And so for, the first thing he goes, all right, I'll try it. And then the, first, the next time he came back, came back to the, the second go around. And he said to me, Hey, today's going to be my last day. I'm like, oh man, man, I wanted you to try a little bit more. You know, she's like, well, I saw, I saw, uh, another provider. I saw a chiropractor says, and, um, and I just signed up with him for a year and he signed up for a year for five figures. Oh my goodness. And he was tripping about his copay. <laughs> now I'm not here to bash chiropractors. I love you chiropractors. You're all great. Okay. Yeah. Like everybody's, everybody's awesome. Everybody's cool when you're running a team. Okay. All right. Fine. So like, like I'm cool with everybody. Right. But my point was this, my point is that because of my issues with money and because I didn't value myself beyond the copay, I wasn't able to help that man. And I let him walk out of my clinic door after that visit. Okay, let's fast forward now 10 months later. 10 months later, this guy came back in. But he came back in post-surgery. Oh, no. Yeah. This is why this is such a big deal to me. And I ended up working with him. 
And I ended up working with him for probably about six or seven months. And every single time I, I saw the, just the agony and the pain this guy was in. And, and he ended up doing really well. But I realized that my inability to get over money issues didn't have positive, it had negative impact. My inability to be so proud of how I delivered, um, like negatively impact, I truly believe I could have saved this guy from, from not me, like me, I'm not a savior, but my skills could have saved this guy from unnecessary you know, surgery. Mm-hmm. And unnecessary, like spending all that, like, I really believe that we had a really, really good, and he even admitted that after the fact. But you know, a lot of us haven't gotten over those things. Mm-hmm. And we, and because of that, we're, we're, we're not impacting as many people as we should. And we're carrying a really heavy load in a way that's very, very, very inefficient. Okay. Like carrying, you know, a, a hundred pounds of sand, dragging it with a, with a straw, like that's hard to do, but carrying a hundred pounds of sand with a bulldozer. And all you got to do is just press the acceleration button is actually pretty easy. And, uh, and, and it's a shame because, you know, I, I just believe that a lot of healthcare professionals could be helping a lot more people, but they were just taught in a way that just doesn't allow you to do so. So anyways, I just want to say, I'm proud of you for fighting through that. And saying, you know what, I feel like there's more for me here, you know, and, um, and I'm sure all the listeners right now are just really thankful for that. So kudos. Well, thank to you. you. Thank you. Um, tell our listeners, especially the ones who are, you know, healthcare providers where they can find more information about your challenge. Yeah. So if you go to raise your income challenge.com, that's it. Go there, raise your income challenge.com. And uh, you can find out more information. Again, five days, uh, about an hour to an hour and a half every day. If you can't make it, don't worry. We're like the Peloton. It's on demand <laughs> as well. Uh, at the end of the we'll day, we'll be I, there. Yes, she will be there. She'll be, I'm sure, a surprise guest. You know, you got to have your, you just like the Peloton, you got to have your great instructors. And I got my great instructor here as well. But, you know, you know, at the end of the day, um, yeah, that's it. The Raise Your Income you know, Challenge. And I would love to, see those of you that are interested and it is for healthcare professionals, but it's also for people not in healthcare. These principles go beyond uh, the walls of healthcare. So if that's you, then I would love to see you. Yeah. And I would love to see this really anybody in the small business realm, entrepreneurial mindset, definitely join in with this group because it, I took it back. Was it September, August, maybe that you did your first round? Uh, Uh, I was on vacation and would listen in out by the pool, like at, in the evening and in the morning. And I was loving it. So I can't imagine what the 2.0 is going to be. I'm, oh, I'm excited for it. Well, thank you, Greg. We appreciate you coming on the show today. And um, it, besides that link, do you want to tell anybody else where they can find you on other platforms? Uh, Greg Todd PT on pretty much every platform, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, gregtoddtv.com. If you want to go to my website uh, and, um, and yeah, that's really it. Definitely check them out on the Instagram, the Instagram, check them out on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, lots of motivational talks. Like I will be folding laundry and just be like, Oh, Greg's going live and check on it. And it gives me a little boost for the day. So hopefully that'll inspire y'all as well. Thank you. Thank you. Right. I appreciate you guys so much. Take care of your pelvic floors, Absolutely. take care of your business, impact <laughs> lots of people and understand 
that impact and income go together. Love that. Thank you. Pelvic Posse, we want to thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of the Empower Your Pelvis podcast. Can we ask you a couple of favors, please? Number one, can you like and subscribe to this podcast so that you will continue to empower your pelvis forever so that you will never miss out? Number two, can you leave us a rating and a review? Tell them how amazing we are and everything that you have learned about your pelvic health. And then number three, if you haven't seen the video version to this podcast, you can go over to youtube.com forward slash C forward slash empower your pelvis for all of our visual learners out there. We have all types of great visuals in there for you to not only listen to, but to watch. Thanks so much again and make sure to give your pelvis some love. Until next time, peace out pelvic posse.